How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. 17 seasons. How do you define your legacy here? The Lombardi Trophy is going back home. Enzo, touchdown! Is he the MVP? A thing of beauty! Very proud of what I've been able to accomplish here. Deeply thankful for so many years here in the organization. I still know I can play at a high level. A lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. Peace, Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we, we do? Jalen Rose, who is joining us later in this very program? One of the best coaches in the country, the University of Auburn Tigers. Bruce Pearl of the number three rank Auburn Tigers will be on Jalen and Jacoby next. Don't touch that dial. But before that, we have this. Aaron Rodgers is edited again, which leads to some <laughs> completely unfounded, irresponsible NFL QB speculation, something we'll be doing a lot of this summer. And of course, it starts, as it always does, with an Instagram post from Aaron Rodgers. It was so long, I'm not going to read it, but he thanked his teammates. He thanked his fiance or his ex-fiance. We're not sure who she is right now. He thanked the Friday Night Boys. He seemed like he thanked everybody in his life. But Jalen, was it, like he said there, just a little bit of gratitude on a Monday for his colleagues, something we could all show, or was it, as many are speculating, a goodbye letter to the Packers or a goodbye letter to the NFL? Well, either way, we know this. It's so hard to say goodbye. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers over the last couple of seasons, and we kind of saw this with Brett Favre is conflicted on whether he wants to remain in Green Bay the latter years of his career. And it becomes a year-to-year thing. And that's what we've dealt with over the last couple of seasons. The Green Bay Packers have still become one of the best teams in the NFL, definitely in their conference. He's won the MVP award the last two years. He and Devontae Adams put out their last dance imagery of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen going into this season. So maybe he is trying to tell us that that was his swan song. But either way, I got to say this to Green Bay. I mean, you like Charles Woodson suggested, and I know this may sound crazy because I know how much you love Aaron Rodgers. You have to now put yourself in position if you're the Packers to control this narrative, if he's going to continue to go day to day, month to month, year to year like this. And so I believe that this post is likely an indication because of the length of it and who he thanked in it. It seems like something that usually happens when someone is saying goodbye if you follow their social media trends. Aaron Rodgers isn't the kind of person that normally does these lengthy posts. He didn't do one two years ago. He didn't do one last year. I know he got an interview set up tomorrow. I know the Packers have one set, a press conference set up two days, uh, a press conference set up two days from now. 
So man, maybe he's doing a big announcement, letting us know that he's breaking everybody's hearts in the NFL besides the Green Bay Packers, and he may decide to join a division foe in the Detroit Lions. That is not what's happening. Jalen, let me tell you exactly what's happening. I can translate all of these posts and all these photos into a very simple concept. Hey, Packers, sign Devontae Adams. That's all he's saying. That is all he's saying is, hey, Packers, sign Devontae Adams, and I will come back. But until you get right, until you put the people that I want on the roster, like these two, Cobb and Adams, who he posted a picture of the game when he was not there to stand with them during the anthem, That's all he's saying is sign the right people, make the roster changes that I want to have made, and I will come back. That's all this says. It's not a retirement letter. Again, Jacoby, by no means am I suggesting that you give up on the back-to-back MVP of the league. What I'm saying is, as Aaron Rodgers continues to go day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year, whether he wants to participate or not, it makes it more difficult for me to build out the roster. Because you can tell me to sign for, and Devontae Adams doesn't fall in this category. You just sign Devontae Adams by all means necessary, no doubt about it. For as many years as he won, he's, he's wide receiver one, and you do that if you any team. But as Aaron Rodgers continues to make suggestions about the squad, it's hard for you to tell me how you want me to build the team when I don't know how long you're going to be here. Is there something to be said towards that? We saw this with Giannis and free agency. And a lot of people felt like he should leave. And I was like, okay, but if you're not going to stay, it's hard for people to then come and play with you. Drew Holiday doesn't come there if Giannis is leaving. You see what I mean? And so it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. But Aaron Rodgers is in control of his own destiny. And as an MVP, Hall of Fame caliber player, he deserves the opportunity to choose his shot. And it seems like that's what he's doing. Drew Holiday uh, was traded there, so he's probably going to end up there regardless. And also, uh, Mr. Rogers had an interview today, and the GM of the Packers has a press conference tomorrow. Just doing a little cleaning up there before we move on to something I know that is very important to Mr. Rose, and that is Jawan Howard and the Michigan men's basketball team. The suspension has been levied. It will be five games. So my question for you, Mr. Rose, is what happens next when he comes back from this suspension, when he coaches in the Big Ten tournament, potentially coaches in the tournament itself, what happens next? How should he approach that? He's a he's a veteran of being in the gym, in arenas, in stadiums. He's played in front of the, 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 the brightest lights. He played with some of the most spectacular, well-known players. He himself has been an all-time great level player on multiple levels. He knows how to comport himself, and he's a veteran coach who's been around some of the best to ever do it. And so like any coach in a new situation, this is really only what his third season with the Wolverines. The first couple of seasons we were dealing with COVID and restrictions and whatnot. And he's shown to be a terrific young coach in collegiate basketball. Not only what he's done with the team on the floor, but also what he's been able to do with recruiting and nurturing young men. So you do what you would do with a player. You do what you would do with any person. You learn from what happened. You atone for your your transgressions and you move on and try to be the best version of yourself going forward. And you know, I always say this, Jacoby, there's a a reason why the the windshield is far superior in size versus the rear view mirror because what's happening in front of you matters more. And so I think that's the approach he's gonna take. 
and I think that um, the Michigan Wolverines will get them back going into the Big Ten tournament. Hopefully we play well in the Big Ten tournament and get ready for a long run in the NCAA tournament. Of course, we have Bruce Pearl, head coach of Auburn, joining us later. He'll discuss this incident as well. And we're going to move on to the NBA as we get past the All-Star break. We start looking forward to the rest of the season and projecting things. And there is some bad news in Phoenix. Phoenix, in my mind, was the best team in the NBA with the best record, with a large lead in the Western Conference, was going to coast into the playoffs, tune up some things and get ready for a long run. Well, bad news. Chris Paul is injured, will be out six to eight weeks. That puts him pretty much exactly out through the end of the regular season. I mentioned they have a large lead in the Western Conference, Mr. Rose. What does this mean in terms of Phoenix's potential championship run this spring? So each point of the season, there are different things as a unit you hope to get accomplished. And without Chris Paul, it's imperative now, and I know Monty Williams has been excellent at doing this, is not to overload book, mm. not to make him play too many minutes, take too many shots, not make him have to be the primary ball handler. You don't want him to feel like he has to replace Chris Paul. You want him to feel like he wants to aid for where they're going to miss Chris Paul. For example, like in a leadership category, his voice is gonna to have to be louder. He's gonna to have to change a couple of dynamics or relationships he might have with people during this period of time. But uniquely for the Phoenix Suns that we talked about, Jawan and we got Bruce Pearl coming up, they're like a college team. Like they are in sync. They mm. are a squad that moves like one. They're not one of those teams that we're gonna look back and say, well, they won because they don't like each other. No, they're just the opposite. And so for Cameron Payne, for Mikael Bridges, for Cam, for Cam Johnson, this is going to be extended opportunities for them to play, make, to ball handle, to show their passing skills, to also be able to score the ball and play more minutes. And so again, I think they built up enough cushion with around 20 or so games to go to still end up being the number one seed over the Golden State Warriors. But again, the goal, if you're Monty Williams, is to make sure you don't overtax book. And lastly, they've been one of the best clutch teams of all time all time and so to miss chris paul that to me is going to be also something that i want to look to see how they run their offense in the last four minutes of the game or so because they're going to be without the point guard jalen very quickly you played in the nba you had a broken hand you came back from a hand injury what if they do have chris paul say for round one and he's available and he's quote unquote 100 percent? how much of him not playing for two months how much of him getting back to that thumb back in motion will affect his play when he is on the court Oh, I, I have the direct between your eyeballs answer for you. It depends on if it needs a pin or not. If it does not need a pin, obviously it's going to heal a little better and a little easier. If it does need a pin, like my hand needed a plate and five screws in it, what's going to then happen is you're going to have to either wear something to protect it or you're going to come back while it's still swollen. And what happens is when you're going against the best, biggest, strongest, most athletic players in the history of basketball, guess what they're going to be doing when you got the ball? They're going to be whacking at it. You see what I mean? And so that then becomes a hindrance every time somebody hit the ball. You're like, oh, man, you know what I'm talking about, Jacoby. And so that's what you want to avoid if you CP. So depending on that, he may have to tape it up, may have to tape the wrist and then tape the thumb. But either way, I think he's going to make sure he takes his time to come back where he can be his most effective self. 
the head coach of the number three team in men's college basketball, the Auburn Tigers, looking to make a deep tournament run this year, joins us right after this very short break. It is Bruce Pearl joining Jalen Jacoby right after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Seaport is brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen Jacoby. Jalen, who is this man joining us right now? Not only do we have the coach of the number three ranked Auburn Tigers, who's going to be a number one seed in this year's NCAA tournament, but also he has some of the best guns in the NCAA also. <laughs> My guy, Bruce Pearl joins the show. Welcome, BP. Jalen, it's good to, good to visit with you guys. Coach, you've had some really good teams down there in Auburn. This team is right now currently number three in the nation. What is special about this group of young men? You know, it's, with the transfer portal, uh, we were bring four guys to play college basketball last year, and a couple of them were mid-major guys that wanted to prove uh, to everybody that they were better than what they were thought to be. One of them was Wendell Green, Wendell Green Jr. from mm -hmm. Detroit. What the Detroit Basketball! Another one, Zepp Jasper from the College of Charleston. And then we had a couple of high major guys in Katie Johnson at Georgia and, and Walker Kessel from North Carolina, you know, that that wanted to come home and, and, and see if they could win championships. And all four of those guys have done great, along with the best freshman in the country, Jabari Smith. You put that together with a, a solid returning cast. And they've somehow been able to overcome their coach. <laughs> hey, coach, I have to say this. As somebody that was an early entrant to the NBA draft, are you talking to Jabari about whether he should stay or go? And or do you think he's got what it takes to be the number one pick? And if so, what's going to make him special on that level? Yeah, Jay Rose, listen, there's not even any discussion about whether he should or shouldn't go. <laughs> you know, for me, my deal is this. If you go in the first round and they're willing to invest in you as a first-round pick, you need to go. You don't need to leave. You need to get the hell up out of here. All right? That's, that's, that's what I think. So he's a top three guy for sure. What He's the best jump shooter at his size in college basketball that I've seen in years. Mm. I, I, that matters at the next level. He can guard multiple positions. That matters at the next level. And he's not afraid of the moment. Uh, he's 18 years old, and he's got mm. a toughness to him. He's got a swagger about him. This one's a guarantee no-brainer. 
Guaranteed no-brainer, so you hear it. Jabari Smith will be in the draft when he declares. We're not declaring now, but you work with him on a day-to-day basis. What about his game is perfect for the NBA, and what about his game are you working on improving to make the leap to the NBA? Well, I think he's got a chance to have a really good rip game because his first step is quick, and he can go by you. Now it's the second and the third dribble and a little bit more strength and size to be able to score through contact. That's going to come. Uh, he's he's a, he's an unselfish player, so he's also got a chance to be a good playmaker for others. Um, you know, he came to us at about 198. He's 220, 223 right now, so he's put on 25 really good ones. And you look at that frame, and he's going to be able to put on a lot more. So when you add that power to his game with what he already has, I just think that'll just you know just be able to check off all the boxes. But look, if he can see it, he can make it. And, and he can make him contested as well. When he shoots, Jacoby, I said it a few times, like he got eyes, because it'd be all net. I'll tell you, Coach, I know you, you really pay attention to the landscape of sports and collegiate basketball. And I know you saw the altercation the other day between Wisconsin and the University of Michigan. What did you think when you first saw it take place? The first thing was unfortunate, unfortunate for the kids. You know, that's unfortunate kids. You know, when you guys dap each other in those lines, players, you know, a lot of times there's hugs and there's daps and there's respect when you go up against a, another warrior and, and you're doing battle and you're competing. But when the contest is over, it's over. It's it's over. Show respect. And and, and both, neither coach showed the respect that, that, that the game requires. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not about getting rid of the handshake. I'm not a, I'm not about that. Look, it's part of the tradition of college basketball. Show a brother some love and, and get on to the next one. And and so bo, 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 everybody was at fault. It, it's not a good look for college basketball. I but, agree but with you, Coach. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Yes, and I agree with you, Coach. And that's what I was going to ask a, 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 another follow-up. What do you think about the punishment? And I agree with you. There have been some people that talked about the fact that we should remove the handshake. I like the handshake a lot. So what do you think about the punishment? And what do you think about the handshake at the end? Well, you know, Jalen, you're asking me the question. I'm not in a position to be judge and jury, you know, on this one. I think everybody's been accountable for the mistakes. Uh, it, it's, it's a bad look. It takes two to tango. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, uh, when when uh, when Coach Howard threw the first punch, that's what that's that that obviously took it to a different level. Um, and so, look, everybody's accountable. I, we all make mistakes. And we're all competitors, and and you do, and, and you take you deal with the punishment, and you learn from it, and you move on. You you, you just move on. I, I I suppose it was appropriate. It, it didn't it didn't require any more than it's than it's gotten. I think it's been adjudicated properly. Coach, back to you in Auburn. Uh, you have long-term stability as a head coach there in Auburn, Georgia. You've got the War Eagle statue over your left shoulder. I see it there. Lifetime deal, tell, baby. Lifetime deal, your, Jacoby. What does that tell your players and your recruits <laughs> and the fans around you about the Good fact point. that they can Good be point. comfortable in the fact yep. that you are going to be there on the sidelines for the basketball team? Well, Jacoby, listen, in coaching, when you're winning, they're worried you're going to leave. And when when you're you're losing, they're packing your bags. Okay, so <laughs> coaches are not bought and sold. We're actually not even rented. We're leased, and you've got a three-year lease or a five-year lease or not. Now I got an eight-year lease, and the only way I get paid is if I keep my 
end of the bargain. If I keep my end of the bargain and, and fulfill my contract. But what it says to the Auburn families, look, I'm not trying to go anywhere. I, I Since I was 18 years old, I've moved a dozen times in this profession and grateful to, for the opportunities every place I've been. I'm 61 now. I, I don't want to go make new friends. I don't want to find another barber. Uh, I don't want my wife to have to find another Bible study. We good. We good. And Auburn is a great place. And there's no place else I'd rather be. And you got Jalen when you said find another barber. Jalen Hurd, I don't want to find another barber. He can relate to that. He can relate to that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I see why you're really happy being in the SEC. You're trying to make the SEC into a basketball conference. You got five teams in the top 25. Talk about that transformation for that conference. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Jalen, you know, every night now, it's a preparation. I, I don't care top to bottom. You look up and down the roster of the SEC, and I simply say this as a compliment to the coaches in our league and taking nothing away from any other league. I, I think the collection of coaches in this league are as good as anybody's in the country. Um, and, and the commitment has obviously been there. Look, they say it just means more. I will say this, the SEC is the best conference in, in all of intercollegiate athletics. Men, women, we dominate in football, we dominate in other sports. Why not in men's basketball? We've done it so well in women's basketball for a long, long time. Uh, and look, that record right there, in a league right now where you've got teams like Alabama or, or LSU, who are two teams that could get to the Elite Eight, I'm telling you, those are two scary good teams that right now are sitting at 7-7 seven and seven in the league. That is not a knock on the, the, those teams. That's a compliment to this league mm -hmm. because Nate Oates at Alabama and, and Coach down at, at, at Coach Wade down at LSU, I'm just telling you, you do not want to see that matchup come tournament time. And they're in the middle of our league. Well, we look forward to watching you in tournament time. We look forward to you being the number one seed. We'll be rooting for you all the way until you face Michigan in the Final Four. Then we're going to turn on you. But not until then. Thank you so much for taking the time, Coach Pearl. Well, listen, Jacoby, I'm going to tell you right now, it's great to be with you guys, and especially great to be with Jalen, because he was one of the guys that saw me at a very, very young age. He saw me as an assistant at Iowa when I was competing against him. And uh, I, one of his very best friends was one of my – my right-hand man for a long time, and Tony Jones. So when I do good, Jalen Rose feels good because he he knew me when I was nobody from nowhere. Not like I am Thank nobody, you, from, like I'm somebody from somewhere right now. Appreciate you, Jay Rose. That's mutual, my brother. Big shout to our guy Smooth, killing it at Oakland University right now. Thanks a lot, Coach. See you soon. We'll be Where back with more right after this. Watching Jalen Jacoby. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose High School Basketball. Team with the ball is down 40. Look at the top of your screen and tell me what you see. How much did you say they were down? About 40. Okay, it's a boss move to make a three, even though you didn't call glass. It's a super boss move to be able to do a back flip. It's a soft move to do it when y'all down 43. <laughs> Get down 43 points. Like, where was that when we needed it, my guy? If you're that talented, how about getting us some points earlier in the basketball game before we were down 43? Want to give a big shout to Coach Bruce Pearl for coming through. Make sure you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. It's PN2 at 4 o'clock. 
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Want to give a big shout to Bruce Pearl and Jalen. What up, though? When Bruce Pearl said that he wants to stay at Auburn for a long time because he doesn't want to move because he doesn't want to find a new barber, like, like, what, what? Just, just, what went through your mind when you heard that? It reminded me that it really disappoints me that you have no loyalty to your barbers. Hey. Hey. That's what went through my mind. Hey. And, and I look at Bruce Pearl, he has great hair. As he mentioned, he's into his 60s now. And I always explain to you that having a great barber has more to do with than just your haircut it's a lifestyle and i appreciated that he has a level of loyalty and not die easy like you to the point where you'll walk into a shop one day and let chair number one cut your hair and then you'll walk into that same shop three weeks later and if he has somebody sitting in his chair you won't act like you're a client you don't act like you want to text him and make an appointment you feel like you're just gonna show up. So if you show up and he has somebody sitting in his chair, you're automatically gonna go to chair number two or three. And when you leave, you're just gonna create friction between them because door well, number one thought you was his client. Well, uh, I've got an update. Um, I do have a barber, a gentleman by the name of Ruben, uh, very close to the office. He's always available and he's extremely inexpensive and I tip very well. And uh, the only problem with Ruben is, is the convenience level is there. The quality of the cut isn't there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get out of the chair being like, wow, I look amazing. I'm like, I look a little bit better than when I walked in here. But this isn't like, 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 like I need this cut and I feel great after I get this cut. So what I have done is I have moved into a loyal situation, but I feel like I'm in a relationship now that I need to get out of. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I like to date around. Now that I'm, no, now that I'm like semi-monogamous, I want to get out of the relationship. So maybe I was better off being disloyal to my barber, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, and that's more of a, a, a reflection of you again. Like, because what I'm trying to show you is someone becomes your barber because they're actually giving you a wild cut. I know. So you made them your wild cut barber without getting the wild cut. That's on I you. I know. That's my on hair you. grows really fast and I get my hair cut every week, so I don't feel like it's that big a deal. You know what I mean? And so this morning, here's what happened this morning, right? I, I went in there this morning and I needed a cut. And I was like, hey, can you do the fade 
like a little bit lower because I feel like he kind of gives me the fade super high. And I was like, hey, can you give me the fade lower? He goes, lower? And I was just like, bro, you gotta be able to take direction here, my guy. You know what I mean? Like he kind of pushed back against the direction that I was giving him. And I was like, like, he didn't say much. He was like, lower? Like, oh, surprise. Like, oh, you want me to change what I did last time? And then I literally pointed to my head. I was like, well, last time it was kind of up here. And this time I want it to be down here. And I feel like our relationship is just, it's not going to be the same forever. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the same. Well. And maybe he's available for a reason. Maybe he's available. Maybe every time I walk in there, I can get a cut in 10 minutes for a reason. Well, you get what you pay for. And you said two oxymorons that don't go together. What's that? Number one, he's cheap, but number two, you tip good. Yeah, I tip good because he's cheap. That don't <laughs> like go the, together. Yo, he, he, I, I almost want to pull him aside and be like, yo, they charges $16 a haircut. I want to pull him aside and be like, yesterday's price is not today's price. Like if you haven't changed, if you haven't changed the prices since the year '97, maybe you should, maybe you should look at the market because down the block they're doing thirty dollars, forty dollars, and you're over here doing sixteen. Like maybe there's a reason you're charging sixteen. You know, maybe 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 I'm getting the dollar pizza slice. I never want to pay a dollar for a pizza slice. I never want to play fifty cents for a taco. Man, we shout out to Bruce Pearl though. Now I'm rooting for the now I'm rooting for the War Eagle. You know, now I'm rooting for the Tigers. Jalen, there's something we have to discuss from this All-Star Weekend, the 75 celebration. Ray Allen, it is Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, LeBron James, all standing next to each other. All three people that Ray Allen has won an NBA championship with. He walks past Paul Pierce, no eye contact. Past Kevin Garnett, no eye contact. Walks up to LeBron James, gives him a full pound. That was what happened over the weekend last night. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce both pictured, posted pictures of Ray Allen. This is something that's been bubbling under the surface for years now. What do you think is going on between these two factions? It's called a uh, rivalry. Something today's athlete wouldn't know anything about in a lot of ways. And that's not a shot or shade, it's just a fact. Uh, Ray Allen was a member of the Boston Celtics. And he came with KG to join Paul Pierce. They had the best record in the league a couple of years. They made it to the finals a couple of times. They made one championship. After they lost to LeBron, and LeBron went to Miami. No, I take that back. They beat LeBron. After the Celtics beat the Heat, but lost in the finals, right? There's a couple things happened. They beat the Cavs, and LeBron famously took off his jersey after the game on his way through the tunnel, and that was that was sort of the end of LeBron in Cleveland. And then they, when they played the Heat a couple times, they lost to the Heat. Correct. And so losing to the Heat, he kind of did like KD did with OKC. He left the team that he lost with to join the team that he just got beat by. Ray Allen, like KD, Hall of Famer. Unlike KD, not an MVP level player. And so, while they were in Boston, there was a lot of turbulence. In particular, Rondo's relationship was poor with Ray Allen. Everybody knows this. And obviously, he was little bro to KG and to Paul. 
And so I'm pretty sure to Ray, it felt like they were ganging up on him. So when Ray decided to leave, it was like, not only screw y'all, but I'm gonna go play with LeBron. And not only did he go play with LeBron, he's a central reason why LeBron won one of those championships as Chris Bosh gets an offensive rebound and Ray Allen muscle memory gets him behind the three line. He jumps straight up and straight down in the right corner and he nails a three. And so once that shot goes in, everything that KG and Paul had to say about him leaving was out the window. He now had an ammunition that not only did I do it without y'all, but I was a central reason why it was happening. So that validated his decision. And once that happens, it, 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 it's, it, it's, I hope that they find ways to see eye to eye. I believe at some point they will find ways to see eye to eye. But once he got his championship without him, after he felt like he was being ganged up on and slandered by my guys. You know how much I love Paul Pierce. That's my mm -hmm. brother. You know how much I love the big ticket. That's my guy. But for Ray Allen, it was personal. And I support each of their opinions. And I support, to be honest with you, how each of them are continuing to carry their dislike for one another based on the fact of how their relationship ended. Jalen, there's something that we need to discuss from All-Star Weekend that we haven't discussed yet. It's very important. There was a versus battle. The first of its kind. Allen Iverson highlights versus Tracy McGrady highlights. Now, I always say this. when you The first time is the worst time for most things, right? Most things. The first time you do something, you're not going to be at your best. However... Do you think there's potential for more of these type of battles? The one thing about the versus universe that Swiss and Timberland created, that could go to any genre. That could go to comedy, that could go to music, that could go to sports. Like that's infinite. That's what makes that idea so trailblazing in so many ways. So of course the answer is yes. I'm happy to see AI and T-Mac both celebrated, guys that I got a chance to play against when they were in their definite primes. And I feel T-Mac and AI are the kind of players with the oohs and ahs mm. that fall into the category of a versus. See, I can't be in a versus because I don't have highlights. That's what they're going to get to. Like, they, I mean, they open it up to NBA players. Your favorite property in the world. Sorry, sorry. I apologize to Power and the whole Power Universe. Your second favorite television property versus opens it up to a category in which you could compete slash participate in. However, they pick the only way you can't comp compete slash participate in. <laughs> you got some highlights, though. I can't. I mean, I can't downplay it that much. If you, if you look them up, there are some great Jalen Rose highlights. <laughs> But they ain't Iverson T-Mac highlights. Well, what, 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 in this case, you have to be explosive. You have to be mercurial. And mm -hmm. AI, I mean, he has the iconic crossover against Jordan. And T-Mac really playing humble, and I respect it, didn't use Kobe Bryant highlights because he had a great Kobe Bryant highlight when he did a shoulder shake on Kobe and made him fall. He didn't show that play. 
and he didn't show the uh, Sean Bradley baseline one because for him, it became almost like the T. Lou AI walking over him to Sean Bradley's career. But the difference between Sean Bradley and T. Lou is T. Lou's been able to reinvent himself, be a champion as a coach, and then profit in the commercial with AI on the commercial versus Sean Bradley becomes the butt of the joke the entire time. So I appreciate T-Mac for not doing that. But either way, yes, the versus um, NBA player highlights can continue to happen. And it got me thinking, who would I want to see next? I would like to see uh, in a NBA highlight versus, how about if we go, How about if we go? Oh, we're putting on the spot. You know Jalen didn't prepare this. This is great. Yeah. I'm he prides himself as a great versus yeah. matchmaker, I'm about too. to give you a good matchmake. How about if we go... Uh, we go versus battle, and it's... Uh, a contrast in styles. Okay. How about we go... Um, nah, not that one. <laughs> How about, uh, I'm about to give you a great one, fam. I mean, the late, great Kobe Bryant, I would have loved to see him and MJ. But of obviously course. that can't happen for all of the reasons that we know. So I would say, um, a great one for me would be, how about we go, I, I got say, you. I got right, you. I got, you, got you. you. This is make it easy. You just make it a show. It's just Shaq versus Barkley. That's all. You know what I mean? They like making fun of each other. They're great personalities. It would work. Shaq versus Barkley. Who says no? TNT gets behind it. it, it it's a it's a self promoting thing. It'd be a great show. That's an easy one. Jacoby. Yes, sir. All of our listeners right now that's been with us ten years. They're like, we're glad Jalen taking his time to think of a good versus one because the one you just said was terrible. Well, at least it wasn't hemming and hawing for 45 seconds. I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to give the people what they want. Yeah. If people don't want Jalen Rose thinking, not, you know not, what I mean? Like, that's not entertaining <laughs> the people. And you also, I'm thinking about the, the show, the personalities. It's because the, the, the best highlights are like Michael Jordan, but he's not going to make you laugh. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be fun. Shaq, Shaq and, and Charles would put on a show. I'm a producer. I'm an entertainer. E in ESPN stands for entertainment. You have to, it has to be a I'm, show I'm show. I'm an entertainer too. You ready for this? Here's the verse. Yes. Magic versus Isaiah. Magic versus Isaiah. I mean, that'd be great. That'd be great. Because those are both big personalities. Obviously, people would say Magic versus Bird. Bird A ain't agreeing. He ain't showing up. And he's definitely not going to, like, be fun into the microphone. You know what I mean? Like, he he let his game do the talking, although he did talk a lot. You know how in the verses they did some of the old school artists as well? Mm -hmm. So just like they did T-Mac and AI, I say they should do Magic versus Isaiah. All right. Well, all I know is that if we continue this, the God... Jason Williams' white chocolate needs a spot. I don't care who you put him up against, but he needs a spot. He's got the flash. He's got the flash I and got, the highlights I got, I got one for you that for white Rose chocolate. doesn't have. I got one for you for white chocolate. Who's that? Easy. You ready for this? I'm getting it. I'm, 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 my, my mind is racing now. Oh, good, good, good. White chocolate versus Starberry. Ooh, love it. 
I love that. I absolutely love that. I absolutely just you. I know I don't have Timberland and Swizz on the text. You've got them on the text. Can you just text them that, please? Just next time. And white chocolate versus strawberry is absolutely perfect. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. It's gonna be great. It'll turn into a racial thing. It'll be amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> I got you. We'll have, when, during the pregame, you'll be telling, talking about Starberry. I'll be talking about white chocolate. We'll go, we'll go back and forth. I'll be, we'll go to it. I'll be rooting for white chocolate. You'll be rooting for Starberry. I'll go. In my, I got a white chocolate T-shirt. I'll rock that there. Oh, I would do that. So easy. Producer Nick Tut says uh, KG versus TD. He said KD versus Rashid. Oh, Sheed. Yeah, she has got more highlights. T- TD, like Jalen Rose, very effective basketball player, but no highlights. Personalities. I like that. KG yeah, like versus Sheed. Both of them tall, Love shoot it. threes, talk trash. You know what? Let's put some thought into this. We're going to put some thought into this and make like a real list of five that we'd like to see. We'll put it on the TV show tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with another dope pot of step two. Why is that Jalen Anthony Rose? Because the Blastmaster Karras one once taught me. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate.